Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William, the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Blockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Oh, yeah. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks mm-hmm. who bring you Locked on Clippers five days a week. Absolutely. 7 a.m. every single week that you can listen to it. Yeah, Monday through Friday. It's a heck of a time. Come hang. We got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to have a little bit of an all-star recap. Talk about uh, Kawhi and PG's performance in that. Both looked pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll run down some highlights from All-Star Weekend and then get into the Freshies, which is kind of the new guy report. So we're going to be running down sort of our expectations for the rest of the season on Batum, as well as Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, and another Clipper newcomer, Serge Abaka. Oh, yes. Uh, and then in shavings, you know, there's just some other kind of stuff kicking out. So we're going <laughs> to talk about all, that. not a whole lot going on. <laughs> uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. But first, I got to let you know, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Oh, yes. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20 and you'll get 20% off your next order. Easy to remember, locked on, like this show. 20 for the 20% off you'll get at BuiltBar.com. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so Kawhi and Paul George did participate in the All-Star game. Neither of them really wanted to be there. Seemed, I mean, it was pretty obvious from what they said. Yeah. Uh, Paul George talked about, uh, you know, we have situations like we're dealing with today. It's an unfortunate time. He's talking about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid being held out. It's an unfortunate time in the world where our health and safety should be at the front of the helm. I personally didn't agree with the game, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I know some pregame stuff that seemed pretty cool. Kawhi plans to play for Team USA in 2021. Insane that he's never been on uh, an Olympic roster before. Super weird. He was selected for like that, like the select thing uh-huh. where they kind of like he was like he played really well in the select showcase. I think he was the game of like the player of the game or something like that. Um, I think it's cool. Hope he gets a gold medal. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's I think it's always kind of great for players to have. Um, yeah. It just in their, you know, like in in their Hall of Fame bid. For sure. Um, and, it, you know, it's it's cool. It's you know, it's if. If and when the Olympics do end up happening, very true. Uh, it'll be a it it'll it'll be a good time to watch. Yeah, and international basketball's gotten a lot better, which has been great. It has, yeah. It's so a lot more cool. competitive. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I I think these things mean something. Uh, yeah, I, I it round out his trophy case. They yeah, they round out the <laughs> trophy case, and yeah, international basketball is you know is pretty exciting, and this is. I mean, at least for Americans competing in international basketball, the pinnacle of what that is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, currently, for so sure. uh, it's pretty cool. We learned about Paul George's dizziness. Yeah. About the last game says everything is fine. I had too much caffeine, made me real jittery. I just was dizzy, couldn't play. It was a lesson learned. Do you think he had one of those body armors that have caffeine? Oh, he might have, dude. I asked someone who never drinks caffeine. I love this because if I had two coca-colas i think i'd lose my damn mind yeah the funny part of this is some people on twitter were really mad that this happened okay like people were like oh we're just getting washed we can't even keep track of what paul george is drinking like they're like they were mad at paul george for like not for having too much caffeine it's a freak thing like i don't think the guy was chugging like Mountain Dews and the trainers were like, dude, that's going to be too much caffeine. And he was like, I want to live forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things, too, where I, I am a person who drinks a lot of caffeine I, I every single day. It's still <laughs> every single day. it's still relatively easy to overdo it. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, like you you have that one extra cup or two or, you know, sometimes even three. Uh, and and you, it, it makes sense. You'd get jittery. And, and it, yeah. And it goes from having a nice little a nice little pick me up to uh, really not having a good time <laughs> from an anxiety standpoint. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just happy he's OK. The people being mad at it were so funny. They're like, this is why we're not going to do well in the playoffs. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Well, it's also, you know, like the, the timing of it is kind of serendipitous too. like right, right. before the all-star break. Yeah. If you're not at 100 percent. Yeah. Don't play. Yeah. I mean, like, who cares? Who cares? But Paul George did play great in the game, which yes. was cool. Uh, PG had 17, two and two, five of seven from deep. Jumper was looking great. Of course. Kawhi Leonard did not look like he was trying at all. And I'm happy about that. Uh, Yeah, it was. I don't know. De- debut those uh, I don't know it wasn't a debut I guess but he had those new color wise yeah. yeah he had eight nine and eight two of seven from deep both makes were when the game was completely out of reach yeah this one was not really close at no. all um, team LeBron won every quarter so 950,000 was donated to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund which is great yeah um Anthony Hamilton sang a song between the third and fourth quarter that seemingly no one knew was going to happen yeah I thought the game was over because I was like, this feels like this is the last Yeah, we thing, were like, right? is it only three? Like, why did it, why are they referring to it as quarters? What the hell's happening? Um, dunk contest was pretty lame. Cassius Stanley got robbed. Bad judging. The final dunks were bad. Yeah, the, it, it, it wasn't as exciting. I felt like the I thought the championship round was a little lackluster yeah. compared to like some of the dunks that came before it. Um, it's just I kind of like this format, though. Of oh, like, the short format? Of, of only three dunkers. Yeah. You get two first round dunks and then, a, you know, like a, the championship round, each person gets a dunk. Would have been cool maybe to go to a dunk off. Yeah, Anthony Simons tried to kiss the rim, which would have been cool. They kept yeah. showing it in slow motion and the height was very impressive. But slow motion video of someone trying to kiss something and missing <laughs> never looks good. No. What no. else happened uh, in this all-star day? <laughs> uh, in the all-star that should day. not have happened. <laughs> Uh, Sabonis won the skills competition. So hell yeah, way to go, way, way to go. go. Curry won the three point contest on like a last minute money ball, dude. Uh, yeah. It was like, and this is just my personal opinion, but is the three point shooting contest weirdly like to me? It's like the highlight of the All Star Weekend kind of now, just because yeah. it's so. It's well, it's a quick how it happens. You know, yeah. it's not free format like the dunk, like the dunk contest sure. or or anything like that. Um, I love that it's Mountain Dew <laughs> that sponsors <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, it's just kind of a good time. I like it's because there's no judges. Yeah, yeah, it's because there's a very clear definition of what wins and doesn't. Well, and it's cool too that you get to pick where your like your your money rack money is. Rack? Yeah, uh, depending on yeah, like where where you like to take those attempts. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that it's kind of it, it might be my favorite part of the All Star Weekend now. In any other year, I wish PG would have done it. Yeah, yeah, I really wish PG cool. would have gone. I think he really could have, I guess, shown people who don't think he's good because yeah. there's still old people who exist. Yeah, how damn good he was. Yeah, um, Mike Conley was the man to beat. Steph Curry, I mean, ended up walking away with it. But way yeah. to go, Conley. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good week overall. You know, I mean, I it's horrible what happened with P or with uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Yeah, just a very clear reason why this game shouldn't happen. Happy to see Paul George getting some run out there, looking good from deep. Kawhi still ramping up. You know, Joseph Rye Ward made sure to point out that he was on regular rest for this game. So that's great. Um, yes. Any other notes about this all-star game? No, no. Uh, you know, 
whatever. It, Hope it, everyone stays safe. Yeah, I, I like. I'm hoping that this is kind of like the end of of the conversation on this, and that there's no further like repercussions or anything yeah. from having people be in such a close proximity. Cool. I talked about know, how boring in, it was in a major city pregame yeah. for the NBA players. He's like, there's not a lot going on for the NBA players. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, Lou Will was you know at his at his own personal enjoying uh, his own personal All Star weekend, which seemed like a very good time. Um, coming up, we're gonna be talking. The new guys, the expectation edition of the Freshies. But first, we have to give a shout out to BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, but not just sports. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. And although football might be over, the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. You can get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, which is great. Saves you some money to gamble with. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. One more time, that's BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Okay, so we're back with the Freshies, which every single week we kind of talk about guys new to the roster. A, a lot of times it's the Luke Kennard progress report. Yes, uh, which, which we, we had did, to do, yeah. We, we did a pre-preview of on, on Thursday uh, after you had a, a, a solid game. Best game as a Clipper. Best game as a Clipper. Uh, but this one, we're kind of talking expectations for some of the new pieces. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the tomb in this one, as well as Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, and Serge Ibaka. Where do you want to kick things off? Let's start with Batum, because I think he has kind of the most interesting situation. Definitely, yeah. I'm hoping the shooting doesn't come back down to earth too hard with Batum. Yes, it, ha it has been really, really good. It's and incredible. 42% from 20 to 24 feet, 45% from 25 to 29 feet. Those numbers are going to come back down. He's had some ups and downs since he's been back into the roster after the, after the concussion protocol. Yeah. Uh, but overall, looked good. Look, is Batum the guy whose expectations have changed the most? I think from what fans expected and maybe what uh, just just people who follow the NBA expected in general compared to where he's at right now. I think so. I also think Canards, but for a the complete opposite reason. Yeah, but yeah. Batum, it's like he's he's so good because he finds other ways to contribute. You know what I mean? Like it's not like if Batum shots aren't falling that we're completely like, well, what the hell's Nick Batum doing out there? Definitely, definitely. Which is great. He's averaging nine five and four right now, which is pretty much right where he should be. I think there's no reason for four him to assists be. to me. I think is yeah like, is so great. Like it just it just speaks to sort of the Swiss Army knife that he is on the court. Yeah. Um. You know he positionally always finds himself in a great spot. Um. He is just. He is one of those pieces that, to me, just both elevates the ceiling as well as lifts the floor yeah. for this team. And I'm trying to keep my expectations low for him because yes. I'm not trying to put too much. I'm like, hey, if we need to switch it up, we'll switch it up. But I, you know, I can't think of anything too crazy for Nick Batum expectation wise. No, just to keep doing exactly what he's doing. Yes, um, be the best corner shooter in the NBA. Exactly. Just just be that on a vet man. What's the issue? Um, who's next? Uh, well, let's talk about Terrence Mann. Yeah, because I think that Terrence Mann, his expectations are really interesting because he has already shattered. I, I think. Oh like, yeah. Unless you were the most optimistic of of Man fans, which if you were, please let us know at yeah. on Cliffs. If he has not yet exceeded your expectations, <laughs> yeah, right. If you still think he season, needs to do something more, uh, please let us know. Let let us know what you thought your expectations were for Terrence Mann. Yeah. But, I mean. He's improved on everything that he needed to improve on, right? Which was uh, mostly 
defense and just shooting the ball. Yes, just just <laughs> being confident with the ball in his hands uh, offensively. And then defensively, I mean, it's just a night and day difference. I yeah. did not think that in you know one offseason – he would get to the level that he's at right now, yes. which is a competent, I mean, like an NBA defender. Yes. A competent role playing defender yeah. um, on a you know, on a championship caliber team, which is really impressive. The numbers <clears throat> don't super jump out at you. Five, three and one. Uh, but the efficiency is there. He's shooting 51 percent from the floor or from two rather and 38 percent from three. Uh, and it's only on like one three point attempt a game. But I still think that number is solid. I still think yeah, I don't want him taking solid. like four, you know, yeah. like it's just that the threat is there. It would be nice to see the two point percentage go up. Just I think we've seen that kind of a little, you know, he's looked good in the low block, like with his mid range game, which is two. And I think he's still learning some of that stuff. He's also I, I think that he for himself has found his role and has yes. found the ways where he's effective. Um, certainly we've seen him. Uh, a lot more aggressive on cuts and, yeah. and, and making that a bigger part of his game, which I think is something that, like, going forward, you know, it, it's one of those sort of things they talk about being a lost art in the NBA, yeah. the, the art of the cut. And I, I see Terrence Mann with his size and athleticism sort of being one of those guys who can really kind of turn that around. Yeah, and learning from Batum, who's a new guy who we just like, who's a great cutter. Yes. Clips. His contract's pretty interesting. He's got a team option for the 23-24 NBA season that'd have him getting just $1.9 million. Do you think we? When do you think they extend a man? Uh, I think the question of should they is already a yes. Yeah, I, I think they'll extend him as as soon as uh, the, you know the earliest date is. Yeah, that's a good um, call. Yeah, the, they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna um, extend that option, and it, you know he's deserved it. He worked for yeah. it. Um, huge improvement. So Paul George likes him. He says he's one of Terrence Mann's biggest fans. He says, I just love the kid. He reminds me of myself so much coming into the league. Just a kid and a player that can do just about everything on the floor. He's a strong kid, strong body, very mature for his age. He's a hard worker and he just leaves it on the floor. So that's great. It's great. He's got this mentorship, which is awesome. Um, let's talk Kennard now. Yes. Which is the complete op. I have no expectations for a Kennard in a good way. Yeah. From an expectation standpoint, Really difficult to <laughs> yeah, judge. Yeah, what are we? Um, I I don't know. Because, uh, like, what I want to say is just, you know, be able to soak up, you know, some rotation minutes, which I Stay think, ready. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's proven that he can do when his number is called, yeah. you know, more or less. Um, the, the thing with Kennard is just that it's it's part of a bigger ecosystem. It, it's not mm. just him. Um, yeah, he's not in control of of his own destiny. Not that like a lot of any players aren't, but his is a very much. He's got a short leash right now. He's got a short leash. His you know his skill set is such that it's you know he's most comfortable with the ball in his hands. It's just not going to happen with this team as, yeah, as currently constructed definitely. this year for sure. Um, so I I think my expectation for him is just finding ways where he can be effective. Um, and then yeah, just just staying ready as. I feel like he has done a pretty good job doing um, as of late. You know, when yeah, he came in and played great spot minutes in that that Wizards game. Yeah, he's gotten better at not dribbling into the defense and just having to turn around and throw like a useless "I'm stuck" pass. Yeah, which I think is good. I think everyone just wants the same thing: just keep shooting when he's in, keep hustling on defense. Um, yeah, just don't foul three point shooters. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Honestly, yeah, I really want to see more of that Bev Man Luke lineup. 
Yeah. It's only gotten 13 minutes over six games. So not a sample size in any way. But they play at a 101.65 pace when they're out there, which I kind of like. Um, I also just like like the shooting of Bev and Luke helps Terrence do what he does best. Definitely. Which is great. And then the defense of Bev and man can help cover for Kennard. It's a fun three guard lineup, like with possibilities. And it's barely a three guard lineup. I mean, yeah, Terrence right? is, is He's really a big ass a, dude. A small forward. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and and so I I do think that it's it's one of those things where Kennard you know, maybe has fallen short of of some of the expectations that I had coming into the season, but I, you know, I I couldn't foresee the fit as being, you know, as wonky as it has been. Yeah. But I think, you know, if you're looking at the young core of this team, I mean, looking at a backcourt uh, of some combination of Terrence Mann and, and Luke Kennard, I, I think that that is something exciting. Uh, yeah. So my expectations are, yeah, just for him to be able to sort of fill in that role and, and find places where he can be effective. And now let's talk Surge, who weirdly might be the person I have the highest slash most worried about type expectations. So it's interesting, right? I mean, he's averaging 11, 7, and 2. Um, Love it. I think defensively, we've seen some flashes of of brilliance. For I, sure. I, I would flashes say really, being the key word. Some really great stuff. Um, he currently has an offensive rating of 117, defensive rating 111. So he that would hmm. make him, you know, a net plus six. Yeah, this is the first defensive plus 110 mark of his career. Huh. So I think this sort of goes into a larger issue or problem, which is the Clippers' defense right now. Yeah, um, it's not it, all cert it, for sure. It's Good it's call. not really where it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, his his uh. Defensive box plus minus is minus 0.4. This is the lowest mark of his career. Once again, this just goes back to the, to the roots uh, of the Clippers' defensive struggles thus far through the season. Um, you know, his he, he's still he's still been pretty effective. His defensive rebounding percentage is around 23%. That's right around where it was in his championship season in Toronto. We're a big fan of that stat on this podcast, by the way. Yes. The, percent, the rebound percentage. You're, you're going to be hearing about defensive rebounding percentage the a rest lot. of the season. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, anyways, this number is pretty good. Um, Stats.NBA has him actually closer to around 21%, which is oh, weird. top 60 for players who have played at least 20 games thus far in the season. Um, an, like a phenomenal rebounding rate. I think Andre Drummond leads the, leads the league, and he's like 36%. Jesus. And it's by a lot. I yeah. think the next closest person is around 30%. But wow. if he even is closer to that sort of 23 24% that's, yeah, number, that's really, really solid. Yeah. Um, I guess what I expect from Serge, I would just really love to see him exploiting mismatches better in the post. I'd like to see him make shots um, in the post if he's going to take them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there are times when he gets switched on like a small forward or something, uh, and we just haven't really seen him like capitalize on the Been settling plays. a bit. I, I don't know if this is just a, you know, a point where he is at in his career. I mean, he still seems spry and athletic. I do think that there is a ramping up aspect. Still moving a little stiff, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that there is a ramping up aspect still to this. His three-point attempts are down a little bit. Nothing like super appreciable. But I'm weirdly very comfortable just giving Serge a green light from three whenever yes. he has the shot. I don't want him to shoot from the post. It's, we've seen it. It just doesn't work. He'll call for the ball in the post, and it's like, you guys don't have to pass him the ball. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So I think I would just – I would love to see his shot profile change a little bit more t towards leaning outside, just yeah. continuing to stretch the floor. I think that that's great. And then the other question I have as far as expectation go is – should Surge be in closing lineups? 
I don't think so. I'd say depends. Recency bias has me very much against it just because of the Clippers' recent results. But no, I think Zoo's played great. I think we should see what it looks like with him in there. Yeah, yeah. And once again, it can be matchup dependent. Um, yeah. I think just with some of our fourth quarter rebounding struggles, I I got to think that it merits a different look at the five in that lineup. And maybe it, maybe that is Zoo. Maybe that is going even smaller. The small? Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that small ball lineup um, more so in the second half. Coming up, we're going to be talking uh, just some social media stuff from a, a Clippers player uh, significant other. But first, we'll talk about these Built Bars. There's a competition going on. All right, so we've been telling you about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. We've been talking about it for a while. Yes, it's we love amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, a great tasting protein bar mm-hmm. with 100% chocolate on all the bars. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best tasting it's built bar march madness oh yeah today's matchup is apple almond crisps versus churro puff so go to builtbar.com or go to at built bar on twitter and you can vote which do you think which do you think is gonna win uh i gotta go churro puff i'll say i love churros and i like the churro puff flavor so i think i think apple almond crisp is a little overrated on this one look you can't go wrong with the combination of of sugar and cinnamon you you, <laughs> you throw some chocolate in that mix nothing wrong Maybe. with it you're cooking yeah uh and right now we also have a very special offer for our listeners if you use promo code locked on 20 you'll get 20 percent off your next order that is locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar can't wait to update you on that oh yeah all right welcome to shavings hey hey it's shavings before we get into this one issue paul george had a very funny quote at all-star weekend um in the post game, it was very funny. Tome, uh, Paul George asked about the range of shooters in the NBA these days, as shown by Damon Steph again tonight, talked about how guys crazy range. And Tomer asked him, is that no longer a bad shot? And PG laughed. Said it's a great shot. Thumbs up. That's just some good self-awareness from PG. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, not a whole lot going on this weekend. We hope, uh, the thing I was thinking about, I hope Patrick Patterson's doing all right. Yeah. Been away from the team for a minute. Um, saw him post on Instagram. A lot of people are speculating that uh, he might be welcoming a child into the world, but have not seen anything posted. Like, he posts on Instagram, but it was not having to do with that. So I just hope everything's good. No reason to think that it's not. Did it have anything to do with Golden Corral? It did not. So, wow, maybe something is up. Or video <laughs> games. Now that I'm thinking about it. Whoa, I might have fallen. Movies? No movies. Huh. Shit. Wow. Well, our hearts go out to Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. I hope everything's okay. Now I really hope everything's okay. Um... We're going to close off on an interesting note. Uh, Lily Batum, fan, uh, wife of Nick Batum, who's a fantastic Twitter follow. She's yeah, very supportive she's of Clippers fans on Twitter. She knows what you're posting to. She will quote tweet your ass. Yes. It's very funny. Um, Lily Batum is mad that Pepe Le Pew is getting canceled for perpetuating rape culture, tweeting out stupid as F. Who's next? With a question mark. I will say Dave Chappelle had a very funny bit about this on his Killing Them Softly special. Yeah. One of his earlier specials where he's watching with his nephew. Um, look, Pepe Le Pew's pretty rough though, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bizarre. There's some things that are being taught to young, uh, impressionable minds of how to talk to someone you're interested in that maybe aren't the most constructive. Yeah. I don't even want to get in on this. I don't, I don't care to weigh in. 
you're you're sitting on the sidelines for this one. I'm sitting on it. I'm <laughs> I'm getting nowhere near this conversation. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah, I was like, wow, she's really going for this. Um, I think, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, I hope she doesn't get into too many Twitter culture wars because those seem like a nightmare. Yeah, seems bad. We should start, you know, doing more crazy stuff like that on the Locked On Clips account. <laughs> just really going at people, you know. Yeah. Anything else in shavings? I just hope the guys are safe, if I'm being honest. I'm glad there's not a whole lot of stuff going on. Like, yeah. Well, by the day that you're listening to this, Monday, we're only three days away from basketball. Yeah. Um. So it's, you know, this break is just kind of whirring by. Hope that everybody is getting the rest in that they need, both the players and y'all as fans. It was kind of a... Yes. It was a harrowing end of the first half of the season. There's so many damn games. Uh, like. I, I, you know, I think that it has been a little difficult to bear the weight of the sky falling down upon us. Every single game. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be nice to get a little break. We're still going to be coming at you uh, oh, Monday yeah. through Friday this still week. Still putting these shows out. Yes, yeah, still putting these shows out. We're going to dig into some more fir- first half of the season stuff and look look forward to the second half of the season. I'm feeling really optimistic. I'm feeling pretty optimistic, too. Cautiously, though, gonna watch some old Pepe Le Pew cartoons. See if I can't get my mind off this. You know, really going with a fresh set of fresh set of eyes on the second half of season. Yes. Uh, coming up on Tuesday's episode, it's Twitter Tuesday. So send those questions to Alec on Clips. We love having them. We're gonna get Carl Tart on an episode soon. Maybe we'll have him on the Tuesday episode. Who knows? Got to hit him up. Um, taking a look at some second half matchups that could be important for seeding. Always a good time. Then, of course, whatever else happens to me now and then in Clipperland, we hope everyone had a safe weekend. Hope everyone had a good time, kept it yes. safe, kept it smart. Uh, make sure to wash your hands, wear that mask. You can find us on iTunes, which is just Apple Podcasts now. They just need to change it back to iTunes. That's what I call it. Um, can they leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts? Yes, they can. We'd love it. We'd love Please. to know what you think. Uh, you can also subscribe. It really helps the show out if you're not a uh podcast app listener you can also check us out on google Podcasts. we're on spotify we're on stitcher we're on deezer uh if you want to go hands-free you can just tell your smart speaker to play lockdown clippers it'll do it it's a great time oh yeah uh as we mentioned up top we come at you monday through friday 7 a.m pacific we'd love to have your listen yes please come hang i have been positive chuck mockler and i am william the opinion updike we appreciate you